Welcome to Simple Tech Talk, innovative topics and creative introductions to the marketplace. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Simple Tech Talk, where we take what can be considered complex and break it down into easy to understand language. And my friends, I am so excited to have Trisha Ben right here on Simple Tech Talk. You may know that name, or at least you should. Trisha Ben is the GM of the Hero Club part of the executive leadership team and partner in the C-suite network. And there's so much more of her story that remains to be told. First and foremost, Trisha, welcome to Simple Tech Talk. How are you today? Thank you so much, Joey. I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. You know, we had the opportunity to speak with your partner, Jeffrey Hazlett. He's just dynamite. What a terrific speaker. And he delivers such a captivating message. And I'm sure he got all that from you. So let's get credit words due there, right? <laughs> Somehow, I think not. He's a pretty incredible guy and uh, and certainly was the one who had the original vision for C-Suite Network. And I met Jeffrey seven years ago, uh, heard his whole idea for what the C-Suite Network could be and just couldn't help you know, just being completely ecstatic about what that meant in today's day and age in terms of helping executives succeed and and having a place that was sort of post-digital era to create great, you know, networking connection, great businesses and so on. So, yes, he had that vision and uh, so excited to not only have come on team, at first it was a sponsor, actually, and then on team and, and to be one of his business partners today. That's fantastic. Can you explain the difference between the C-suite network itself and the hero club within the C-suite network? Mm -hmm. The C-suite network is essentially just an ecosystem where the promise is, as an executive, you can come into C-suite network, get everything you need to be successful faster. And so we have content, we have community, we have services and benefits for executives. And, um, and that's a really simple overview. <laughs> There's a great deal to it. One of the focuses for community is our subgroupings of the executive audience. So we own the Hero Club, and the Hero Club is only invitation only for CEOs, founders, and investors. And all of them are pledged to lead with the Hero Pledge. And that I always thumbnail to lead with integrity, transparency, give back to our communities, and shared success. These are leaders that genuinely care about the impact they have with their success, and I couldn't be more excited to represent them, support them, and see their uh, their growth as we work with them day to day. I've also seen it illustrated that the Hero Club delivers on four pillars of success that help drive growth, right? You guys have a sincere focus on networking connections, education and tools, access to capital, and life balance and fun. Going from good to great to the hero factor. A lot was said right there. So let's unpack these if you don't mind. Of course. In terms of connection, I love the word connection. Networking can get a little bit overused and it can be a wide range of things. Mm -hmm. I think connection really helps to capture that real conversation, the real understanding of who it is that you're engaging with and how you might help each other, how you might build and develop and do great things together. So connection is really important. The education and services, you know, when you're building your own business, it doesn't mean that you know how to do everything that needs to be done. And so there's a lot of support and different services that our CEOs, founders and investors need. And we know this, we're building our businesses. So it's, it's, there's a lot, a lot to it and bringing in the right expertise at the right time 
It's really, really critical. And when we look at capital, we've widened that out to infrastructure, people, and funding, and that is absolutely critical to our success. And finally, the, the life balance piece, Joey, it's so important, and I know you were really captivated by the notion of, we take the armor down, we have those real conversations, hmm. and that's what, uh, that's a big part of what that fun and life balance is for a CEO, founder, or investor um, in those businesses to be able to take the armor down and just as readily admit, I am great at this, <laughs> or I am really hitting a wall hmm. and I'm not getting through it. I don't know what I don't know. What have you done in this situation? You know, those kinds of things where you can just be real and you don't have to be the champion. You don't have to be selling what you're doing or why it's great. You can just be and you can play and have fun. And that's important too. So we're there through that whole spectrum of what helps our leaders really focus and drive to the success and the impact they want to see with their businesses and the communities that they serve. Wow, that was a lot. And you know, there's a lot more to talk about with C-Suite and Hero. But I also want to focus on you, Trisha. And I know you're very humble and modest, but you're also very passionate. You've always been a disruptor of sorts. You spent over two decades in marketing research. You were the youngest North American vice president. You've done a lot in your career and you're still going. Let's talk about you. Where did this passion and this disruptor mentality develop from? Really interesting question, Joey. Uh, you're right, talking about all these people I love and, and support and see um, you know, great things in is so much easier than talking about ourselves, right? Mm. For me, I think really my passion for what I do is, is about being on a mission and really wanted to see that outcome, that impact. And for me, that has just been an absolute driving force. If I could do this, and this is you know, something I share with people as much as I possibly can, if you can have this impact and it's just, just one person, what does that look like if it's 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000, et cetera? You know? So that mission of making a difference, driving you know, success with great people, has always been just an absolute core motivator for me. And um, and I guess I was raised that way. You know, you always leave things better than the way you found them. You make it better for the people that follow you. Uh, I was taught that from day one with my mother and my father. So I'm still on that mission. You're way too modest about yourself. I want to talk about some of the obstacles that perhaps you've had to overcome. People love success stories, right? But there's no such thing as a success story without talking about all of the challenges therein, especially being a woman in business. Let's hit it head on. I mean, up until recently, it was kind of a difficult thing to be a part of. Has it gotten a little easier as time has lapsed? Or do you still find the same kind of walls, as you quoted it earlier, being a woman in the business world? Interesting. You know, there has been a great deal of change. I'm excited and hopeful that there will be so much more. And we really make every effort to ensure we have as much representation, in fact, Diversity is one of the greatest strengths we have in the Hero Club and C-Suite Network. So I'm really hopeful and also actively engaging with an executive leadership team that values and um, so appreciates the diversity and the strength of that diversity in terms of how we're building our businesses today. So so has it changed? It certainly has changed. And there, there absolutely are roadblocks. I, I always say 
you know, if you're looking to make a difference, if you if you're breaking into a new area, make sure you're creating as many opportunities for growth and you're taking initiative, you're being creative, you're being responsive and really taking chances. And I think that's probably for me been the thing that's pushed me or propelled me forward mm. is taking chances uh, and maybe things that others wouldn't take on. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, um, I've had some interesting scenarios through my career where, you know, it wasn't necessarily set up in such a way that you'd think, wow, that's a great opportunity. <laughs> and yet they ended up being phenomenal for me. That's amazing. I love honest insights because, you know, on a lot of shows, you get a piece of the person, but I love that you're being transparent and honest. And that's really one of the foundational pieces of the C-Suite Network and the Hero Club itself. You know, earlier you talked about the importance of a level playing field um, and everybody getting a fair shake. To what degree does the C-Suite and Hero Club help in that pursuit? We have had for the last five years uh, a rule of equal numbers of men and women on our main stages. And we have had at least that for the last several years. We're the only executive organization that's got a, a broad mandate, a, a full membership of everyone that has that track record. And I think those kinds of things are just so critically important. And there are different issues and different sensitivities in terms of how you look at how people respond to speaking engagements and speaking opportunities and so on. So, you know, when you take that into account, is there more work involved? There is, but it's critically important. And that expertise is absolutely there. And it's important that we actually are actively engaged in creating the opportunity for those voices that maybe haven't felt represented or just purely weren't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really important to take those steps. And then the other thing is not waiting for permission. Mm -hmm. You know, don't wait for permission jump in, you know, um, there's life, I don't know, just in general, life is short. So jump in, make a difference and take those chances. And, um, you know, there's some really great data out there that looks at the biases of the way that men and women respond to different scenarios. So take those chances, jump in and, and make them work. And the fact of the matter is, I think when you're coming from a place of abundance and you're coming from a place of wanting to see great growth and a mission accomplished, it takes care of a lot of those issues that, you know, maybe would surface otherwise. So that's where I focus. Wow. And in case you're just joining us, we are with Trisha Ben of the C-Suite Network, also a partner to Jeffrey Hazlett in the Hero Club. And I just think it's fantastic the way that you elaborated upon the diversity and inclusion within the C-Suite Network, right? Mm -hmm. And also when you're applying that premise Inevitably, like you said, you are going to solve a lot of problems. Perhaps those are unintended consequences, but they happen when there is that sincere, honest conversation that leads to partnerships, right? You'll get experts in a variety of sectors. I know a few business leaders, and I think one of the common misconceptions, and I think you touched upon it before, is that they know it all. Mm -hmm. But the truth is nobody knows everything, and you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. In your experience how difficult is it for a CEO or president of a company to take the armor off and ask for advice? Do you know, I don't think it is actually that difficult. What's difficult is creating a culture and an environment where they feel like it's safe to do so. Hmm. So most CEOs, founders, uh, and even investors 
the the challenge isn't that you know making them aware of things they don't know they're well aware and they're really in many ways isolated because the information they have has impact for everybody around them and so just being able to brainstorm to share ideas to think through things out loud can be very very challenging for them because of the impact that that sharing will have so creating the culture and the environment where they can share, they can be honest, they can let that armor down and understand they're not alone. And, and here's another thing for us in that culture of authenticity and integrity, transparency, you know, really about giving back. You also know that what you're hearing is coming from a place of they want to have the same kind of impact with their business. And that belief that great business means great impact, great outcomes, great communities, great economy, democracies, you know, that is at the very heart of everything we do every day. And so when you're surrounded by that same kind of leader that has that belief and that sense of responsibility, it's just so incredibly empowering. And so, you know, an opportunity where you know you can share what you're going through and you're going to get feedback and input that's really powerful and useful in terms of how you work through the different challenges that you're going through. Absolutely. You know, there's always a challenge to overcome. And it's really about mindset, right? We can talk ourselves out of making the best decision for us and those we care about easily. How have you pinned yourself against any negative forces, whether they be internal or external, over your years during your successful tenure at C-Suite? Well, my whole entire career and just my, uh, my take on life is you let the negative go as quickly as possible. So I often joke, it's one of my greatest qualities is I forget negative things very, very quickly. You move on. What's next? What more can we be doing? How do we fix things? How do we iterate? How do we build to the strengths we have? And so it's just constant motion. I take things that people might take as a negative. So let's say your business is scaling and some function of it might be marketing, might be sales team, might be, you know, uh, some part of the operations, uh, the culture, the infrastructure, something goes wrong. And oftentimes this is considered, you know, oh, this is terrible. We did all these things wrong. For me, what I say, because I've always led fast growth, is we're going to break. We're going to scale fast. So we're going to break fast. And then we're going to pivot and we're going to decide, do we need to throw some things out? Do we need to just iterate them a little bit? Where are we with that right now? And then we push forward to the next level. So I set the expectation that we are going to run into a problem, and that's because we're scaling to the point where we'll break. You know, when I was talking to Jeffrey Hazlett, he mentioned the notion of tension, but healthy tension within an organization. How do you feel that notion of, of healthy tension, and, and how do you operate from that premise in reality? So for me, it's really interesting. That concept of tension that Jeffrey speaks of, people interpret that in different ways. You know, one interpretation is, well, I can be an ass, you know, and then that's going to create tension. I'm going to push people and that'll create tension. I really think that what he means and, and certainly what I've seen and what it means for me is you bring great people together with different strengths, different perspectives, different ways of processing information, and you let them share real, open, honest conversation and input, et cetera. And then you, you automatically create those tensions because you know, if I'm a process-oriented person, I'm going to have a completely different perspective than somebody that's looking at big picture. Hmm. But bringing those components together and having the real honest conversation 
in today's day and age about anything is, is probably creating the most positive tension you can possibly create. Um, you know, in, in our dialogue, our public dialogue today, if I don't like something you say, I call you a name and then I ignore you. And I think that is just the most ridiculous, sad, sad state of affairs. You need to have the real conversations and that creates tension. It's tough. I have to own how I feel about something. I have to own what I think the outcomes will be. And I have to be ready to speak to them. And and that's really critical. And, you know, even in our membership, I will very clearly state we will not avoid the difficult topics. We will respect that great people will have different ways of getting to a great outcome and that we have to respect. And so I'm a huge believer in that tension coming from a total commitment to mission and trying to figure out what the fastest ways to get there are and the most effective and efficient, and then and then how to pivot when you hit those breaking points along the way. Wow, that was so much. I respect each and every word that you just spoke, because it talks about, you know, it speaks to the actual, the tension, right, that we live in, that limbo of balancing decisions based off of our heart and our gut. In your opinion and in your experience, how many of your decisions, if you could kind of put a number to them, come from your heart rather than your, quote, gut? So I spent quite a few years in market research, so I'd have to say data as well, right? So heart, gut, data. I think if you ignore any one of those, you are wiping out an incredible source of information, expertise, experience, etc. So I think it's really critical to take all of those into consideration. And having heart you know, it's probably the one that's most maligned, right? Mm. Um, and I think that's a mistake. I think we genuinely have to care about our communities, about our our partners, our clients, our employees, um, you know, everybody that we are impacting with what we do, we do have to take into consideration heart. And that doesn't mean that tough decisions don't get made. Tough decisions have to be made if you genuinely care about the impact you're going to have with a successful business. If having heart means I'm not going to make the tough decisions, then I totally disagree with that. <laughs> mm. But my my definition of having heart is making sure you're having those tough conversations, making sure you're making the tough decisions, but doing it with heart, with respect, with caring. And to me, that's just as important as the data and the gut. Um, ignoring any one of those things is, is leaving you a blind side. You know, you've been very transparent with us here on Simple Tech Talk. And I'm hoping that continues because I'm about to ask kind of a tough question, right? <laughs> What's a decision that you've had to make in the business world that was one of those, quote, tough decisions? And how did you handle that internally and express that externally? I think the toughest decision you have to make as a business leader is to let somebody go or close down part of a business. That's the toughest decision because that impacts not only that person, it impacts their family, it impacts their grouping within the team, etc. So I think that's really the hardest thing for any leader to do. And if you become cold to that, uh, you've lost yourself. Right? Mm. <laughs> but on the other hand, it has to be done. And so um, I think communicating uh, effectively, respectfully, and with caring and to do what you can in terms of supporting a person that you've had to let go from your team is really important. So I think that's the toughest. And when you know that there's just no way that this, there's a role for this person to continue on, really, really tough. But it has to be done. And I think if there's anything 
that we sometimes will tend towards is not doing that quickly enough, which can have some really negative effects, uh, impact for the person and for their team and for the company. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's the toughest one, Joey. So you were talking about the pillars of the C-suite network and the Hero Club, which you're the general manager of. You talk about going from good to great to the hero factor. What does that look like in terms of business, community, and even family life? Yeah, I mean, good to great to hero. For me, it really is about how we're having maximum impact with our success. So the way that we look at it, and Jeffrey's book, The Hero Factor, perfectly mm. outlines it. So if anybody has The Hero Factor book, it's page 12. Um, <laughs> and, and the one axis is operational excellence, and the other is the alignment of mission, values, and people. And so if you think about that as your business, if you think about that as your family or your community, it's a really great map in terms of how do you get to that maximum efficiency and operational excellence. You know, everything is running on time. You're making your meetings or you're getting your family vacations in and your quality time, date night, whatever it might be. And then the other axis of really being aligned on your mission, your values and the people part of it. Mm. And so, you know, I don't think there's any perfect formula and I'm not a huge believer in life balance per se. I think, and especially for CEOs, founders and investors, our lives are so invested in the mission that balance is kind of an artificial concept. I think integration is the best way to look at it. How do you integrate your life so that you are not leaving one of those things behind, but truly incorporating it in everything you're doing? Because you cannot build a business without it being all-encompassing in your life. So you've got to have a way of integrating everything else into that as well. So the timing of things, just simple logistics. What does that look like? How much time can you fit in here or there? You know, if I'm working through midnight, can I take steal some time for this or that? There are simple ways of looking at how to do that integration. Many CEOs and, and founders will have family members participating in their business. And certainly we do. Um, and my 14 year old is already petitioning me to start coming to New York with me. So, you know, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I, I think of it far more as an integration. Sounds like the best field trip ever. New York, Patricia, <laughs> I'm down. Sounds like a plan okay. right there. You know, we talked about passion being your driving force. And I firmly believe that everything is related, right? There's no such thing as coincidence, chance meetings, et cetera, et cetera. I think there is something to that notion. What is it in your mind that binds timing and choice and cause and effect and that binds it all together? I think at the end of the day, it's it's truly our investment in people and our mission. So, you know, I always say, who do you choose to go on the journey with and who do you choose to come on the journey with you? And that is just so critically important because at the end of the day, things are just things, but the experiences that we have, the missions that we achieve together, the difference that we're able to make, the impact we have, that is something that, you know, never goes away. And I think, you know, as we look at how we live each day, to me, that's the most meaningful thing. And that, that comes from the connectivity and the impact we have in that connectivity. You know, C-Suite Network is comprised of 
how many people now? Hundreds of thousands of people? We have about 350,000 executives in our membership base. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So, so many stories and experiences to learn from. And, you know, each and every one of those individuals wants to be remembered for something, right? The age old adage is, what do you want to be on your epitaph, right? So let me put you in on the spot here, Tricia. What do you want said about you after it's all said and done? So, Joey, that is probably the the biggest and the toughest question that you could possibly ask. What people will say, I guess at the end of the day, words are words. So, I would like people to feel like it mattered. I would like I would like it to feel like what we achieved together made a difference, had an impact. I would like people to feel inspired to create great businesses. And I think that's one thing I seldom talk about is the financial results of all the other things that I say. And when you do these things, when you when you care about people, when you drive to a great mission, when you when you know that not only will you have impact with your success, but everyone you touch is empowered to have that kind of success or have that kind of impact with their success. Those are the real things. So I think I want to leave people with those kinds of feelings. And that means great success with great impact. Well, I'm sure you're going to be remembered for that. I want to talk a little bit about the story of Rob Ryan. Now, you can tell the, the best part of this story, but I want to kind of prep the crowd for this. He was the founder of the Hero Club, but really his dad was the founder, right? Because his dad was a veteran. He was the real hero. The part for business people that's really going to drop your jaws is that this guy, Rob Ryan, sold his startup for $20 billion. And this was the largest tech sale till 2016 when Microsoft bought LinkedIn. Tell us a little bit about your connection to Rob Ryan and the story, his story that inspired you to become who you are. Mm, I, I love that. And, you know, I often speak about what a hero is, what a real hero is and what it means. And there's a lot of hero imagery we, we see in the movies, the cartoons, you know, this hero kind of perfect being scenarios. And I always love to kind of lead with that and then say, but let's talk about real heroes. And I'll put up a picture of Rob Ryan, who doesn't look anything like Superman or <laughs> in cartoon or real life, and then tell and share his story. You're right. He built from the ground up and built his business to over $20 billion. That record was in place for 17 years, you know, the largest private tech sale ever. But, but most importantly, what he and his wife, who was the chief legal counsel, did was they profit shared with every single employee. So they made more millionaires in one exchange than has ever been done. And to have that kind of impact, and then, of course, forming the Hero Club to help other leaders. You know, how do we help, and that's still our mandate today, how do we help CEOs, founders that would, and investors that would do the exact same thing, get there faster. And so, you know, that's, that's what being a true hero is about. Not about <laughs> swooping in and saving the day in some kind of pretend world, but truly building things that have impact and that success can be driven through to, you know, greater and greater impact. That's amazing. I'm blown away by the connectivity that's expressed within the network and in the Hero Club. So, Trisha, you've accomplished a lot, right? And But I'm sure you feel like there's still a ton left to do, right? What do some of those things include in business and perhaps in your personal life, if you don't mind sharing? 
My goals in terms of our business is truly to build it to the billion dollar business that I know it is. And that vision of what connectivity and, and certainly, you know, post-digital era business connection means is encompassed in everything we're doing throughout the whole C-suite network ecosystem. So for me, it's in seeing this through. I came from three executive or sorry, enterprise-sized organizations, and was an executive in all three of them. As you said before, always a disruptor, creating new businesses. I was always an entrepreneur. Those risks that I took, those chances I took were building brand new businesses, pivoting businesses, and you know, really uh, making those differences. You talked about transition in business, right, from traditional to digital. And I talked a little bit about mobile apps and how they can impact us in previous discussions here on Simple Tech Talk. But I want to get your take on this, right, because you've been around a lot of these decision makers of of Fortune 100 companies and uh, these guys and gals who have really made an impact in the mobile sector. So I want to kind of get, you know, a personalized opinion based off of your experiences, right? How has personalization impacted your decisions, both in business and um, personally with the apps that you have on your cell phone? So the personalization, I think, is it's incredibly exciting. It's incredibly powerful. It raises the bar in terms of everyone's expectations. It complicates our whole marketing process, of course, but it means that we can be closer than we've ever been. So it's tremendous opportunity. I'm I'm a huge believer in you try things and experiment with things that make sense, where you can see an outcome that really does help you strategically, you know, tactically, but fits in with your strategy, and then be ready to pivot from there. I was the first one to bring a technology into a $20 billion company that allowed for personalized research of our audiences. And that had never been done in the country before. I was excited about it. I wanted to try it. I had a, you know, kind of a crawl, walk, run, and it worked out exceptionally well. And I think, you know, never be afraid of change. Never be afraid to try new things. Just have your crawl, walk, run in place. You know, what does it look like if this happens? What does it look like if that happens? And then how do you adjust your business and make sure that you're playing to people's strengths? Make sure that you have somebody engaged from your teams, you know, that really owns that mission and is passionate about it and its success as well. So, you know, use those things as pieces that people can take advantage of as their own growth opportunity. Trisha Ben, general manager of the Hero Club, part of the executive leadership team and partner in the C-suite network. What would you say as we close to an aspiring public speaker or entrepreneur as they come up against forces that are unseen in the times to come? What piece of advice or pieces of advice would you provide to those individuals? Okay, so I I think it's really important that you are thinking about yourself as a whole human being. So, you know, first and foremost, it's okay to make yourself vulnerable. As you step into leadership, making yourself vulnerable makes it so that people understand who you are, how they can help, where they fit, where is their greatest strength, a compliment or uh, something that's really powerful and important when you're building great teams. Make sure you're building to everyone's strengths. 
don't waste time on things you suck at. <laughs> um, you know, I think there's so much of that out there, you know, either from ourselves, from our own point of view of I need to get stronger at this. And, and you know, look, there's somebody out there that loves that passionately. Get with them, you know, and, and make sure that you're building around the strengths for yourself and your teams and, and the individuals on your team. Um, one other thing that I think is really important that we haven't talked about is your financials. Never, ever, ever lose sight of your financials and the impact you have on your business. I don't care what your role is within the organization. You should have a sight line to what kind of impact are you having from a financial perspective and to like the greater strategy of the organization mission that you're one piece of. It's really critical, especially as you're working your way through the different levels or, you know, if you are founding your own business. There are a couple other things that measure what matters. I can't help but say that it's really critical that you're measuring what you want to have an impact on. And then and then remembering to live in the moment. Uh, one of our conditions of satisfaction is that you have to have fun. If you're not having fun, you're missing something, mm. you know, and this is today. You know, we don't know about anything else, but we do have control over today and we can have fun. Uh, look at the conversation we've had. Have we shared Things that I hope will be, you know, very helpful, very impactful, will create some connection with people as they're listening, of course, and we're having fun and, and hopefully they are too, you know, the life that we lead is today is now. So make sure that you're living in that moment uh, today as well. Wow. I think you should write a book or 10. I think I'd buy every <laughs> single one of them. Well, I do have one coming out. It's probably the end of March, you know, fitting it in between everything else that we're doing, of course. So end of March, maybe, Joey, I'll get you a copy. Oh, that's awesome. And I hope you'll sign it, too, because that would be amazing. Of course, I would love to. I've absolutely been honored and humbled by the presence of Trisha Ben, the transparency and the vision, right? The, the openness and candor in this conversation. So refreshing, Trisha. Again, general manager of the Hero Club. Uh, the best way to connect with them is heroceoclub.com. Of course, that's the best place to understand all the value that this club brings to businesses, big and small. And of course, there's probably room for many of those who apply. And Trisha, I, I'm just so thankful for this time with you. And what's the best way for people to connect with you personally? The website is certainly one way. And then also I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and email address. It's Trisha, T-R-I-C-I-A, period, B-E-N-N, at C hyphen suite, S-U-I-T-E, network.com. I would love to hear from anybody who is interested in this conversation or wants to know about Hero Club, C-Suite Network. We're constantly on the lookout for great leaders, great leadership. And, um, and so, yeah, please don't hesitate to reach out. And I can attest firsthand to the benefits that await people who decide to partner up with the C-Suite Network and the Hero Club. Board Active founder and CEO Doug Pittman is already making a ton of business connections through this network. So I highly recommend anybody that's interested in growing their brand and business partner up as well. Absolute pleasure to have Trisha Ben on Simple Tech Talk. Thank you so much for your time today, Trisha. It's been an absolute honor. Thank you, Joey. Thanks for listening to Simple Tech Talk. Visit us online at boardactive.com and follow us on the socials. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.